Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brian Krumah. Reverend Brian Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. I'm grateful and thankful this afternoon. Lord, we unveil our hearts for your glory. Show us your glory through your word. Speak to us. Let your word come forth and let it not return to you void. But Lord, let your word accomplish the purpose for which you send it. I pray myself as a vessel. Use me. Fill this cup, Spirit of God, and speak to us this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Thy glory Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. And turn your Bibles with me to Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. We are continuing our message on how to become a devoted member. How to become a devoted member of the church. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly receive his word were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. You see, God loves large churches. God loves to add many to his church. And the Bible says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things come on, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Amen. Amen. Such as should be saved. The Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Amen. Wonderful. Now, 
with this message we've been sharing about how to become a devoted member of the church amen how to become a devoted member do you want to be a devoted member then we are sharing about how you can become a devoted member amen how you can become a devoted member of a church in every relationship there is a need for devotion or there is a need for commitment if any relationship is going to work is going to be successful is going to be beneficial and enjoyable there ought to be some form of commitment amen and we are sharing as how we can become devoted to this church also amen god is expecting us to become devoted amen the enemy is trying to close my eyes so i can see you but um as well amen god is expecting that you will be devoted amen do you expect god to be devoted to you then he expects you also to be devoted to him hallelujah so we are sharing as how how does a church member become devoted how we need to learn that how we can become devoted to the church amen you see many times you know when we are in relationship the only thing we know how is what we have seen before do you understand that is what we know but there are things that you need to know also to help you do the thing successfully besides the examples that you see because many of the relationships that we have also seen they have not worked many times we have joined churches and we have left because we are looking at how people join churches and they leave are you understanding what i'm sharing with you so we are also learning how we can properly become devoted to our churches amen and we went through some examples or we went through some points the first one we said see yourself as a permanent member of the church that is the first thing it ought to be with a mindset that i have made up my mind to be a permanent member of this church you have to have that mindset you have to set up your mind amen you have to make that decision that you are a permanent member of the church hallelujah then number two we said your relationship with the church must be comparable to that of marriage your relationship must be compared to that of marriage amen and in marriage we say until death do us part isn't it what we say until death separates us until one of us dies amen it means that in our relationship with the church either you bury me or i bury you amen Amen. we will be here we will be there when your funeral comes and you will be here when my funeral comes listen don't be afraid of when we are talking about death do you understand god has given us the gift of life we are alive amen but christians should not be afraid of death it is a part of life once we are born that is a journey we are taking that's the end of our journey do you understand you don't you want to go to heaven but you don't want to die you want christ to come and take you 
It shall happen. We are believing God that he will come in our time. In our generation. Amen. Yeah. But that is how we should see our relationship with the church. Until Christ comes or until we die. Number three, we said, see yourself as part of a building. See yourself as part of a building. Buildings are never meant to be moved around. When we build a project or when we build something, it is stable, it is planted, it is firm, and it's not moving anywhere. Then it means also that the parts that are used to build that building is not meant to be moved around. So if you see yourself as a part of the building, it means you are not moving. Isn't that so? You are a permanent part unless you are broken. But you will not be broken. Amen. 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 You will not be broken. Hallelujah. And every part of the building is needed. Every part of the building is necessary. For the building to become a place of completeness and enjoyable, all the parts should remain. We need a gate. We need the windows. We need the bathrooms. We need the floors. We need the tiles. So if you see yourself as part of a building, then no matter what role you play, you are needed. You are important. And we cannot afford to let you go. We cannot afford to let you go. Amen. You see, when you are absent, we feel something is missing. Didn't you feel something was missing when I was absent? Yes. It's the same way. You see, you don't know, but it's the same way I feel when you are also absent. When you tell me, Reverend, I will not be in church. I am going here. I am doing this. I feel the same way. I don't want you to go anywhere because you are a part of this building and I need every part of the building each time for me to enjoy the place for me to i will not be happy when i come to my house and the toilet has moved i will not be happy it must be there when i need it do you understand it doesn't matter what the next door so even if your your cousin or your friend is having an outdooring or baby shower and weddings and you go i don't i'm not happy you have to go i understand but i'm not happy because something is missing in my home. So the next door house needs a toilet. So my toilet has relocated to that house. I'm not happy. I need to take a shower. My shower, my, my bathroom should be there. Regardless of what the next door house needs. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So see yourself as part of a building. Hallelujah. The next one. We said, what did we say? We said that already. What's the next one? Say good things about the church. Do you have notes? Just one week. (laughs) Amen. See yourself as part of see yourself as part of a building. And the next one, say good things about the church. Say good things about the church. We need to say good things about the church. Have you benefited from this church? Has this church done something good for you? Then say it. Say good things about the church. Amen. Amen. Say good things about the church. 
There's so many good things you can say about the church. Amen. Amen. You see, when you're saying good things about something you have, it makes you devoted to it. It makes you sure that you like it. When you are saying good things about what you have. The next one, say good things about the pastor. Say good things about the pastor. Are there some good things you can say about the pastor? Then say it. Say good things about the pastor. There's so many good things you can say about your pastor. Not only the bad things. Amen. Say good things about the pastor. Tell your neighbor, say something good about the pastor. Ask your neighbor, do you have something good to say about the pastor? Say it now, now. Say it, hear it. Did they hear? Did you hear some good thing? You have nothing good to say. Say it. Say, I need to hear what good thing you have to say about the pastor. You can even take your phone and record it. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) Amen. Say good things about your pastor. It's a good thing to say good things about your pastor. Amen. So say good things. It shows that you appreciate what God has given you. Do you know pastors are given by God? Yes. Pastors are given to you by God. He says, I will give you... Pastors are one of the things that God gives you out of his heart. Do you understand? It's not a show-off thing. He gives you from his heart. He says, I give you pastors according to my heart. So you have to have some good things to say about your pastor. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. The next one. Say good things about the teachings of the church or the doctrines of the church. Amen. Say good things about the teachings of the church. Admire the teachings of the church. Have you heard some great teachings in the church before? Then say good things about the teachings of the church. Perhaps one day or two, you may not hear some good teaching, but whatever good teaching you have, even your cooking is not always good. So please. Is it every time you cook that is good? But when you cook and it's good, you want us to give you comments. Yes. So say good things about the teachings of the church. (laughs) Amen. Yes. (laughs) Say good things. Say we like your preaching. Say we like your teachings. Amen. The next one, we said say good things about the church members. Did we share that? We didn't share that. Okay, so write that down. Say good things about the church members. Say good things about the church members. That's the next point, number seven. Isn't that so? Say good things about the church members. That is one way of becoming devoted to a church. To say good things about the church members. You have to have some good things to say about the members of the church. Hallelujah. You see, we are a family. The church should be looked on as a family. And like every family, we can also have issues amongst us. Among ourselves, we can have issues every now and then. It's the same with every family. Among your parents and your brothers and your sisters... 
as you are home, don't you have issues every now and then? Even raised by the same parents. Do you understand? Of the same blood, every now and then you have issues. The same way in a family of the church also, we will have issues every now and then. But we don't go about telling people about our issues. When you are in your family and there are issues, you don't go out telling people about the issues. You say good things about your family. Even though there are some things that you don't like about the family. It is not what you go out talking about. It is not what you highlight to people. You have to have good things to say about the members of the church. Amen. You don't go about telling the things that you don't like. Because that is not what we do in our families. There are so many things we don't like in our families. But we don't go announcing them. So say good things about the members of the church. Amen. Amen. Say good things. There are unpleasant moments. Have you not experienced some unpleasant moments within your own blood family? Have you not ever had an unpleasant moment with your brothers and with your sisters that you grew up with? Eating the same food, knowing yourselves, but you don't go out broadcasting things evil about your brother or your sister or about your mother and your father. So the same way, don't say evil things about the members of this family, this church family. Say good things about the family that God has given you. Amen. Our issues should not go out. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, one person can do some unpleasant thing. But there are still several others. There are still several others who love you and who have done some great things to you. And who continue to do some great things to you. So you don't leave because of that one person. Because that is not what we do in our family. When your junior brother or your senior sister offends you, you don't quit and leave the family. And because of him, you hate everyone. And leave. Is that what we do? We don't do that. We don't do that. You offend me. Yes. I'm not talking to you for one week. But I'm not leaving. Do you understand? I'm not talking to you for one week just to show you that I don't like what you did. Isn't that what we do? That is what we do. But we come together again. So in the same way in the church also, when one person offends you, don't get up because of that person. This person didn't greet me. And so because of that, you have left all of us. What about us? What about us? You see, you have no idea how painful it is. As we love you like this and then you leave just because one person has offended you. One brother, one younger brother who is idiot has offended you. What about us, the rest of us who love you so much, who cherish you, who want to do so much good to you? Why do you leave us? Why do you leave us? Amen. Have you forgotten that we also love you? There are so many others who love you. There are so many others who treat you just as you are. Just as you are. Amen. So, don't look at just one brother, one sister who has offended you, who didn't say hello to you, 
And because of that, he said, I have left this family. They are no longer my family. You are no longer my father. You are no longer my mother. You are no longer my brothers and sisters. The cousins and all the aunties that we have, I have left. You can't do that. Amen. So please, we love you. Because this person did something, it doesn't mean that we don't love you. The rest of us, we love you. So if you leave us, I want to announce to you that you hurt us, our hearts. <laughs> Seriously. I am very serious with what I'm saying. I'm very serious. Amen. Sometimes you are praying for somebody, you are praying, the person is on your heart praying, and the person has made his mind to leave. And you don't know. And then you call the person and you can't reach the person. You call the person, you can't reach the person and you are worried. But the person has left. Amen. So, say good things about the members of the church. Because there are so many others who love you. There are so many others who love you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, that is why in the church, you don't join members. You join the church. Do not join the members. Don't join individuals. Join the church. Don't even join the pastor. Because the pastor can offend you. The pastor can preach a message that you don't like. And that can offend you. But you don't leave because of the pastor alone. What about all the other brothers and sisters who love you? Your father didn't pay your tuition. That's not make you leave the family. And say, because you didn't pay my tuition, I don't have the mother. I don't have... What about the mother that you have? What about the aunties? And the uncles? And the brothers and the sisters? Say good things about the members. I say, say good things about the members. Hallelujah. When you say good things about the members, you make the church attractive. You make the church attractive. Hallelujah. Have, you see, have you wondered why some of your cousins, your brothers, and yours, they don't want to join the church? It's because of the things that you say. When you go home, the things that you say make them not want to join the church. Hallelujah. So when something happens, let us deal with it here. Don't take it outside. I can never guarantee you that something will not happen. I cannot guarantee you. I cannot guarantee you. But we are family and we should not take our issues outside. Amen. Nobody will join a church where the church members are constantly saying evil things about their own members. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So say good things about the members. Say good things about the members. Don't magnify the things that you don't like. There are certain things that you will not like, but let it not be magnified. Because there are other good things also that you can experience in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because You cannot expect that everyone here is perfect. Everyone here should make you happy. Look at Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1. It says, now, verse 6. Job chapter 1, verse 6. It says, now there was a day when the sons of God 
came to present themselves before the Lord. There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And who also came? Satan. And Satan also came among them. So when the sons of God gathered, when the children of God gathered, Satan also came. So if you came to church that day, and Satan was in church, and he did something to you, then you would have left all the sons of God who are in church. The angels and everyone. Hallelujah. So don't let Satan's presence in the church drive you out of the church. Because there are days that he will also come in church. He will come to be in a church and his goal is to also drive you out. Hallelujah. There are other good members. There are other good members. There are other members who love you. There are other members who will do you good. There are other members who pray for you. There are good people in the church. Say good things about the church members. Say good things about the church members. There was a person in um, Acts chapter 9, I believe verse 36, by name of Dorcas. Look at that. He says, now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and armed deeds, which she did. Look at that. She was full of good works. So there are Dorcas's in the church. There are Tabitha's in the church. Don't leave because someone has offended you. Don't leave because of some demons. That's in the church. Amen. There are Tabitha's and there are Dorcas's. He says, this woman was full of good works and armed these which she did. Look at some of the things. He says, and it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom when they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. And for as much as Lydda was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent him, two men, desiring him that he, sh- he would not delay to come to them. The woman died. So now, he said, then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber. And all the widows, look at that, all the widows stood by him, weeping, weeping. The widows in the church, they gathered around Peter and they were weeping. Why? He says, and they were showing the coats and the garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. Look at that. Among the widows, Dorcas was making clothes for them. So, because of Demas, you have left all these good things that we have done. Do you see? There are good people. There was also about Cornelius. In Acts chapter 10, the Bible was talking about Cornelius. Cornelius was also doing good works. He was doing good works. He was doing wonderful things. He said there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian. He says, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house and gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. There are people who pray for you. There are people who fast for you. There are people who set time, hours as you are sleeping, they rise up to pray for you. So don't leave. Say good things about the members of the church. Amen. 
The next one, interact with the church members. Interact with the church members. We are hoping that we will finish this today by the grace of God. Interact with the church members. Acts 2.42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. Amen. Amen. So they continued in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. That means they were fellowshipping together. They were breaking bread together. They were eating together. They were having parties and they were inviting one another. Amen. You see, part of, part of the church fellowship is eating together. Do you understand? You see, so sometimes some people think that as for the bronze church, they are always eating. It's not like we just like food. You know, and then we take our pictures of the food and then we will, um, we are happy. It's very spiritual. It is very spiritual. Eating is part of the spiritual work that we are supposed to do. Do you understand? Yes. That is why we like to break bread together. It's not like our mouth just like to eat. It's, it's a spiritual thing. Do you understand? It's a spiritual thing. And we will continue to do it. We will do it. By the grace of God, it is something that others are now copying. And doing it too. And seeing that other churches are now getting into the habit of breaking bread also. <laughs> it's a good thing. Do you understand? And our bread breaking, we don't take it easy. We break bread all the way. We take it to World Cup. <laughs> we like to eat. Amen. It is part of it. You see, you don't understand certain things. And so we talk. But you see, look at that. It says, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. One. And fellowship. Two, in breaking of bread. Three, and in prayers. Four. So for the church to be stable, you see, when you have a chair that has three legs, it's not a stable chair. When you have a chair that has two legs, it's not a stable chair. You, you sit on it, you fall down. The chair needs to have four stands. Four steady stable. And each one is important. Each one of the stands of the legs of the chair is important. One missing, you'll sit on it and you'll fall. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So for the church also to be stable, there are these four legs that it has to stand on. And it includes the teachings in the church, the apostles' doctrine, the preaching. And it includes the fellowship that we interact with one another. Amen. Amen. And it includes breaking bread, eating, eating, eating. And it includes also prayers. So eating is as important as prayers. Without the other, the church is not stable. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Without one, the church is not stable. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. 
and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Amen. Amen. This is how the church of God in the early church, this is how they function. This is what made the church stable for us to now meet the church where it is that we are also a part of it. Amen. Amen. So develop relationship with the other church members. You have to develop relationship. Amen. Amen. Some of you, you leave the church so quickly after service. When the message is done, when we share the grace, quickly you are gone. You don't interact with anyone. You don't stay. You don't fellowship. But it is required that if we are going to be devoted, then we also fellowship with one another. Can I hear an amen? Amen. We have to fellowship with one another. Amen. Amen. And some of you who stay also, you must interact with other people. Interact with new members. Interact with people. You cannot be in this church and you don't know other people's names. What if we now, like 500 of us in here? Do you understand? You have to interact with others. You have to do a deep sea fishing. Do you know what is deep sea fishing? Yeah, that means after church, it's not about your countryman. It's not Jamaicans and Jamaicans or Nigerians and Nigerians or Ghanaians and Ghanaians. And it's not about your tribesmen. You have to interact with others. That is fellowship. Amen. Amen. You don't understand what I'm sharing with you. You see, because you are set in your ways. But I am changing that mentality. (laughs) We are changing that. There are people in the church, you don't know their names. Sometimes I call, I say, who who is this person? You don't know. Hallelujah. You have to fellowship with your church members. I say you have to fellowship with the church members. If you hear something good, think about your church members. Hallelujah. If you hear there's something good happening, let your church members come on your mind. Let the mem- I'm talking about the members of this church. Let their names come on mind. If you hear of something good, if you hear of a good doctor, think of your church member. Amen. You say, I know of this good doctor. How is your doctor? I know of this good doctor. I've seen a good doctor. Come. If you hear of a hairdresser who charges less, less money, she's good. She does it very well, but her price is reasonable. Think of your church members. Amen. We are seeing you every day with a new hair, new style. Every day, every weekend you have a new hair. And you are not telling us how. We think you are expensive not knowing that you have found this good hairdresser whose price is reasonable. (laughs) And you say you will not tell anyone. I know things. (laughs) He said, you will not tell anyone. And you alone, you are looking always, every Saturday, you are having new hairstyle. Now we have caught you. So please, share, share. You hear of some good things, share with your church members. You hear with some, some good sales. Call your church members. You know of some good sales. We are, we are seeing you with these nice dresses. And we know we think you are expensive, not knowing you have found this discount place. 
and you are just releasing them just releasing them and we are just admiring you amen show us are you with me this is how we become devoted to one another share share don't just dress all by yourself nice things and you have found this nice place down prices (laughs) and you are just releasing them on us (laughs) releasing them on us share with us amen share with us hallelujah do you understand what I'm sharing with you you know of a good lawyer share with us share with us amen recently one of the sisters called me and said reverend my job they are paying for people to go to school if you want to be a nurse they will pay for your tuition so you have to get a job there come and see me after service I'll release that information to you but you have to commute (laughs) to the job Amen. And I said, sister, that is a good thing. This is just before I was leaving. And I said, I will share it with the church. I will share it with the church. Amen. Amen. When you hear of something good, share with the church. Amen. Amen. You hear of some nice apartment, reasonable price, share with the church. Eh? We come to your nice place and we think you are paying some nice, high huge. It's a reasonable price. Share with the church. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Share with the church. If your job is hiring, share with the church. Share with the church. You know, there are some people, they, at their job, they are just hiring church members. They have, you go there now, you think that is Lighthouse Company. Do you understand? Yeah. They're sharing. They're sharing. Share with the church. Your job is hiring. You know a Christian brother or sister who is struggling. Share. Share the information. Bring me your resume. And put in a word for your brother, for your sister. We are a family. Amen. You don't like my message. That's what I'm preaching. Amen. Yes. You know, many people have built good careers because of this church. They have built good careers because of this church. We share. We share. Amen. We share. I encourage people to go to school. I encourage you, change your career. Go to school. Get a better career. Amen. This is what we have to do if we are devoted to one another. Hallelujah. That is how we can all go to heaven together. Support one another. Amen. That's how we go to heaven together. We all are making it. Amen. We don't want you to be poor and then you steal. Amen. Are you with me? So when you hear of something good, share with your Christian brother. Share with your Christian sister. You know a friend who is selling a nice car at a nice price. Share with your brother or your sister. You say you need a car. Someone is is selling this car. For this price is good. Amen. If your sister or your brother has a company or is selling something, buy from them. Go to them. 
You know, we have different professionals, different things. The people do different things in the church. We have to go to one another like that. You know of someone who is an accountant, go to the person. You know someone who is a mechanic, go to that person. But when you go pay, you have to pay. You have to pay. Do you understand? Don't say because we are Christian brothers, Christian sisters. And then you say, you say, thank you, God bless you. God will bless the person regardless. Do you understand? God will bless the person. But in addition to the blessing, pay. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, sometimes Christian brothers and sisters take advantage of things like that. You say, but we are all Christians. We are Christian. That's why you are coming to the person. So the person can be truthful with you. But you also have to pay. You have to pay. That keeps the person also happy and also willing to service other family members. We are family. I have to remind you of that. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. So if you know of someone who has a business, patronize that business. But pay. Amen. You know someone who is struggling in doing something, help the person. Someone who is struggling in prayers, help the person. Someone who struggles to come to church, help the person. Amen. You must interact and you have to know what is happening. And don't close your issues from us. Amen. And when someone confines in you, be wise also. Be wise. Because your talking can also drive someone out. Are you with me? Yes. I'm teaching you very practical things. I'm teaching you certain things that separate us. Certain things that do not make us open to one another. Amen. You are my Christian sister and I have a business and I give you discount. That doesn't mean that you go and tell your cousins also the same price. Isn't that so? Because you are a family member here. I am not related to your unbeliever cousins. Amen. So when you come, you expect that there will be some uh, difference. <laughs> Amen. Give right. Give right to people in your car. Give right to people. Don't drive home alone. Hmm? I give right to about three people every day in my car. I give right to them. Yes. <laughs> I drive them long distance. <laughs> Amen. They are church members. I give them right. Yes. Yes. I buy gas and I give them right in my car. Yes. It's like a basenta. I bust them. <laughs> Amen. Invite church members to your weddings. Invite us to your weddings, to your parties. When you are having nice celebrations, invite us. When you are having your birthdays, invite us. Church members are not only for funerals. Do you understand? You don't invite us only to funerals. And then when it comes to your weddings, you say, I can only take three people. What about the funeral? Then in a funeral, also take three people. 
Amen. He said, they don't like my message. I'm preaching. He said, Reverend, I can only afford 15, I can only afford five members from the church. So when is your funeral? We will also leave, we come, five people. We will come. I'm preaching. I'm preaching a good message. Yes. <laughs> I'm spoiling some people's weddings. Huh? But we also have to be reasonable and say, oh, we cannot all come. You can't afford all of us. So this ministry will delegate to one person. This ministry will delegate to one person. This ministry, your ministry, delegate to one person. So it means you have invited the whole church. Isn't that so? Yes. Amen. So the ministry will decide who is coming to represent us. Because we know that weddings are also expensive. But don't give a general invitation for your funeral celebrations and then... <laughs> Amen. And when we come to your celebrations, treat us with priority. Give us special treatment. Do you understand? We are, we, we are the sons and daughters of God. So when we come to your funeral celebrations and your weddings, and we are the children of God who have shown up. Amen. Amen. We are not some, some ordinary people. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So when we come, don't, don't overlook us and treat us like we are nobodies. Hmm? Treat us like we are nobodies. Give us special treatment. Because sometimes you go to a place and you see that the church members are in one area and nobody is minding them. And then you are busy with your unbeliever friends. Celebrating with your unbeliever friends. Hmm? I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm preaching. It's a practical message. I'm preaching. Huh? Treat us with, 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 with VIP. VIP. We are, we, are, we are children of God who have shown up here. Children of God who have shown up here. So treat us as such. Hmm? Yeah. You don't bring us in the corner and do you want to drink something? We have come. Why you ask us if we want to drink something? Hmm? When you have your baby dedications and things like that, don't have private parties with your unbelievers, unbeliever friends and family, and then you bring us something in your... Um, <laughs> And say, oh, as for the church members, that is why your family members tell them, make this for the church members. And then you make some nice things on the outside to celebrate with other unbelievers. We are children of God. Treat us as such. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I know things. I know things. I know things. I know things. We are here with you. You see, sometimes we come to your parties and we are shocked. Wow. We are surprised. Because we, we, we know you, we think you, we are all you have. <laughs> you understand? We think that we are your world. Like everything is us. Not knowing. Not knowing when we come. Hey! 
<laughs> you have others, others that are, you are dancing with them, you are doing all kinds of dance. We have never seen you dance like that with us here. Interact with us. Interact with church members. Fellowship with church members. Amen. I said fellowship with church members. Do us good. Give us priority. When you hear of a job, don't think of uh, your unbeliever friends alone. Think of us. Think of us. When you hear some nice things, think of us. Amen. You don't like my message? I'm preaching. Do good to us. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. He says, let us not grow weary. I'm reading the Amplified Version. He said, let us not grow weary or become discouraged. Let us not become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. Amen. Amen. So then, while we as individual believers, say individual believers. So point to your neighbor and say, this is you. Say, are you a believer? Then this is you. Amen. So it says, so what? So then, while we as individual believers have the opportunity, let us do good to all people. Are you with me? I am reading the Bible. This is what the Bible says. See, I'm giving you a reason why when we show up at your place, at your celebrations, we deserve special treatment. I'm teaching you why when there's a job opening at your job place, we deserve special treatment. I'm teaching you why. I'm not saying don't do good to your cousins and your friends, old school friends. That's not what I'm saying. He says, so then, as occasion and opportunity open up to us, let us do good morally to who? To who? All people. That is your Christian obligation. He said, let us do good to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Be mindful to be a blessing, especially, say especially. Say especially. Say especially. Are you understanding why I'm saying we are special people? This is what the Bible says. He said, be mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith. To us. Amen. Amen. So when we show up at your parties, we deserve special treatment. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. Say special treatment, especially to those of the household of faith. Those who belong to God's family with you. Wow. The believers, the believers, when the believers show up, stop everything and say they have shown up and tell your unbeliever family members and cousins and aunties, wait, hold on, you can wait. Some special people have shown up here, some VIPs have shown up here. I'm teaching you. Amen. especially to those of the household of faith. 
those who belong to God's family with you. The believers. Amen. So when you hear of something good, think of the believers. Think of the household of faith. Your job is hiring. Think of the household of faith first, especially. Amen. You have something good, think of the believers first. That's what the Bible is teaching us. Don't say that, you know, I have been here because sometimes you are at a job and they have a promotion, an inc- a, a, a promotion that is higher than what you are doing. But you don't qualify. Do you understand? You don't qualify because of the skill or the degree that you have. But you know a believer in the household of faith who qualifies, give that person the opportunity. Are you with me? Don't say that, ah, but if I let this person come, then he's, my, he's going to be my boss. <laughs> he's going to be my boss. This person who is unemployed, working around in the church, suddenly he's going to be my boss. That is a crap mentality. That's a crapology. Do you understand? That is how craps, craps behave. Do you know crap? You have not seen a crap before. That is how they behave. Why do they say it in Ghana? They don't have crap in Ghana. <laughs> how do you say it? Oh, you have to say one. Now you can't. I cannot say all of them. Give me one. How you say it in Ewe? They don't have crabs in Ewe. Gala. Gala. Don't be a gala. It's a gala mentality. That you don't want people to go up. Huh? It's a car mentality. A mentality. When you don't want people to go up. How you say it in Fanti? Fanti. Any Fanti here? Or cut mentality. Huh? How you say it in Ashanti? Or cut mentality. Is there a special word in Jamaican in Patois for crab? It's crab. It's a crab. Crab mentality. <laughs> Jackie, how do you say it in Spanish? Crap. Canyonero. Don't be a canyonero character. Behavior. Canyonero. Canyonero. You don't want anyone to go up besides you. Nah, car mentality. We are a church that is not a nah mentality. Don't be a member who is a car mentality. And what is the one? Kanya mentality. You, you, you are struggling to go to some program. You have tra- been struggling for a while and you realize there's an opening and you don't want anyone to know. Crafts, that is what they do. They don't want anyone to go up. So when you put them in a basket or in a, in a bucket, you go inside, you see one is going up and you are almost at the top, then they pull you down. And if they're pulling you, don't come down, they break your legs. So when you go inside, you see a lot of broken legs. We are not a church that has car and love and color mentality. We make our members go up. We help our members to go up. 
Amen. We want everyone to do well. It's my dream, it's my desire that every one of you, every one of you has a good job, nice job. Every one of you drives a nice car. Every one of you lives in a nice place. That is my desire. That is my heart desire. So when people come to me, I give you, I give you my mind. My, I mean, I advise you out of my heart. That which will help you. That will make you do well. Amen. We should have that heart to help one another. Hallelujah. Amen. You hear of a, a nice brother. A nice brother, perhaps, he likes dark skin, but you are light skin. Do you understand? And you say, I know a sister who is dark skin, darker than me. Don't say that if I'm not getting, you're not getting. That is a naka, gana, koto, crap mentality. Hmm? Are you with me? You know of a nice brother, he's looking for a, a, a wife. Nice Christian brother. But he likes, he likes ebony black complexion. But you are too light for him. He said, I don't like light skin like that. You, have to, you say, I know a sister in my church. She's the color that you want. She has, he has a special requirement. But you say, if I'm not getting, you are not getting. Don't do that. That is a naka mentality. Crabology. Amen. And if you have a disease like that, you have a crabiosis. That's the disease. It's crabiosis. That's the diagnosis. It's a disease. And we cast that out in the name of Jesus. We cast out the disease, the spirit of crabiosis. It destroys churches. It does not make people go up. Amen. Yes. I like people to I like people to go up. You have you have a good company that has opportunities. Think of your Christian brothers and sisters. Amen. Think about them. Amen. We should be having our bosses and our managers here. He said, we, we need this. Oh, I'll talk to my manager. Your manager is misbehaving. Come and talk to me. <laughs> I'll talk to him for you. Amen. Don't you like that your manager, your boss is in your church? Yes. Amen. So interact, fellowship with one another. Hallelujah. We're almost done. The, the next one, I just want to finish this. The next one. Marry in the church. Marry in the church. Marry in the church. You become a devoted member. Marry in the church. Don't let people come and take all the women. I have polished nice women in the church. And people are coming from outside and just taking them out. I'm not happy about that. Huh? I'm not happy. Marry the people in the Of course. If you're not marrying them, somebody will take them. But marry the people in the church. These are people that are well polished. They know about marriage. I will recommend any of my women any day. I will recommend them any day. Amen. 
They know one or two about marriage. Oh, yes. They know. They are trained and they'll make you happy. Amen. I said they'll make you happy. Hallelujah. So marry in the church. Marry in the church. Don't go and bring some unbeliever man and bring him and tell him to give his life to Christ and then present him to the pastor. Huh? Because we say marry Christians. So you tell the brother, I'm bringing you to my pastor. But before I can introduce you, you have to give your life to Christ. So at the end of the service, when they say anyone wants to give his life to Christ, just lift up your hand and give your life. And at the end of the service, then we'll go and meet him. Don't do that. I said, don't do that. Amen. Don't do that. A born-again Christian is a born-again Christian. And no matter how he is, he's better than an unbeliever. I tell you, a born-again Christian is better than an unbeliever any day. A born-again Christian that is no romantic is better than an unbeliever any day. Amen. Don't worry. Once, once, once you come, you will make him romantic. We will show him. We will show him how to open doors for you. Amen. We will show him how to remember your birthdays and mother's days. We will show him how to treat you nicely. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. So don't go and bring some unbeliever. I tell you, a born again Christian who walks like a K-leg is better than unbeliever any day. Any day. Any day. I tell you, a born again, a Christian, a Christian, a born again Christian, no matter what, he's better than an unbeliever. I'm teaching you. You cannot find love in someone who does not know God. You cannot find love in someone who does not know God. I'm teaching you. Amen. So if you find a born if you find a born again Christian in the church that you like, come and talk to me. He is not proposing, he's not saying anything. Come and talk to me. Amen. Sometimes you, you, you also look too beautiful and too high. They can't say it, but I will help them. Are you with me? Yeah. So don't worry. Come and talk to me. Amen. But an unbeliever, there's no love in an unbeliever. Let me show you a scripture in 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. I just want to read the scripture with you. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 7. The Bible says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth, everyone that loveth, are you with me? Anyone who says, I love you, anyone who truly can love you, the Bible says, is born of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Anyone who does not know God cannot love you. Do you know why? The reason is here. He says, he that loveth not knoweth not God. Why? Because God is love. When we talk about love, we are talking about God. There is no love without God. No one can love you if the person does not have God in him. Are you with me? So don't take any, I say a, a born again Christian who does not open doors for you, who does not know birthday card. He has never bought a birthday card before. It's okay. It's better than a believer, an unbeliever. 
is better anytime than an unbeliever. We will teach him. We will teach him how to be romantic. We will teach him how to treat a woman. Amen. Are you with me? Because we want you to be happy. We want you to go to heaven. We don't want you to backslide because of a marriage. Hallelujah. So marry in the church. Don't allow people to come and take the women away. And a Christian sister who is a born again Christian is a better marriageable woman than an unbeliever any day. A Christian sister who does not know how to cook is a better woman to be married than an unbeliever who can cook for you. So don't follow an unbeliever's cooking and say that's a good wife. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Don't say she's a Christian sister but she doesn't know how to cook. In fact, we are going to train women how to cook. Yes. We are going to, I I am actually going to start a ministry where we will teach women how to cook. Amen. Is it a good thing? Yeah, we will have a culinary ministry. Yeah. Ah, Bishop has it, so why not? Yes. You must learn to cook. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? There is no communion. You cannot be together. You cannot be. He says, this, I am not saying it. The Bible is saying, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Amen. And the last one, number 10. Socialize with the church members. Socialize with the church members. That means on your social media, we should be there. Don't block us. Amen. Don't block us. Socialize with the church members. Let us be on your Facebook. Let us be on your Twitter accounts. Invite us to your, what other social media things do we have? Snapchat. Instagram. We should be there. And don't create one account for us and then you create another account for your worldly friends. I know things. I saw a church member with a name. I said, that's my church member. And all the pictures are my church member. It's my church member. But the name is so weird. Very strange name. And it looks like it was a hidden account that I found. Don't have a hidden account for the world and create another one where you post church pictures. The pictures that you take in church. And then you have another one that is um, what do you call that? Jaspara. Please. Socialize with church members. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? So number one, what is number one? See yourself as a permanent member. Number two? It must be comparable to that of a marriage. Number three? See yourself as part of a building. Number four? Say good things about the church. Number five? Say that again. Say good things about the pastor. Number six? Say good things about the teachings of the church. Do you like the teachings of the church? Say good things about them. Number seven? Say good things about the members of the church. Say good things about the members of the church. And the next one. Say 
interact with the church members fellowship with the church members and the next one marry in the church marry in the church tell a neighbor if he's a single person say marry in the church say we have all types amen amen wonderful and the last one socialize with the church members socialize with the church members clap your hands together for jesus and stand to your feet as we bring the service to a close wonderful father help us to become devoted devoted to the church devoted to one another devoted to our pastor devoted to our members devoted to the various ministries that we have joined help us jesus help us help us for when the church of old when they continue steadfastly not stopping not interrupting steadfastly always steadfastly in the father we are thankful we are grateful we thank you lord for your word we thank you lord for this church we thank you for committed members we thank you lord for members who have been here year after year members who have been here constantly serving you we thank you lord for placing in our hearts a desire even to be committed to this church we pray lord that you will help us to stay committed help us lord to stay connected help us oh god to be committed to the doctrines the teachings of the church to be committed oh god to the fellowship to be committed to the breaking of bread and to be committed to be steadfast in the prayers for when these false tools are set in place your word says and the lord added to the church daily for such is a stable church for you to add to lord help us to set these tools in place in our church in the name of jesus we give you glory we give you honor in jesus name amen now with all eyes closed and every head bow if anyone is here you want to give your life to jesus you are here this afternoon you are saying pastor i want to receive jesus as my savior if that is your prayer just lift up your hand and i'll pray with you is there anyone here like that you want to receive jesus as your savior is there anyone here like that you want to give your life to jesus you want to welcome jesus christ into your life you say i'm not born again but tonight this afternoon i want to welcome jesus into my life is there anyone here like that lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you is there anyone here like that you want to receive jesus as your savior father we give you glory we give you honor we thank you for the gift of salvation we are grateful in jesus name amen we believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message we invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Rev. Brian Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North Podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.